Welcome back, my friends, to another episode of Big Ideas from the Business Intelligence Guy. I'm Nate Moore. Those of you who've been following along with podcasts lately know that I've been talking about specific practice management systems. And as I was looking for examples, I found one that's... I did this originally in Centricity, but it applies no matter what your PM system is. This is something you ought to do, and it's a, a simple idea, simple principle that I want to talk about today. And what we did was this a smart practice in the Midwest. What they said was, hey... If we see a 99024, a post-op visit code, you know, you all know you can't bill for that 99024, but if we see one, then the theory is if there's a post-op visit, then there dang well better have been an op visit billed, right? There ought to be a procedure that we're in some kind of global period on. I don't care what this 10-day period, 9-day global period, whatever that global period is. If I'm in a global period for a procedure, so I can't bill this visit, then dang it, I better have billed the procedure. Am I making sense? So what this group does is they say, all right, go mine all of our 99024 patients and then go back X days. Now, X may vary depending on what your practice is and your specialty and what your average global period is and stuff like that. And you could look at it, you know, a bunch of different ways. But for the sake of argument, let's say that most of what you do is a 10-day global period. So what we can do is say, all right, if I see a post-op visit on April 1st, say, then, you know, in the last 10 days of March day, I better see a procedure build. And if I don't, I got a problem. And so rather than try to run some great big reports, all right, here's all the 99024 codes. And then for every single patient, go back and look in time and see where we, you know, all right, what global period does this relate to? And what's this procedure bill and that kind of thing? This is the kind of thing that SQL Server does for breakfast. I mean, it's, it's, it's a straightforward SQL query to say, give me every time we build a 99024. And then for that patient, Look back, again, 10 days is our example, and tell me if you if you don't find a procedure. I don't want to see all the 99024 codes. All I want to see is the 99024 codes where we didn't bill a procedure within the global period. And that's my exception report. And you can get that sent as an email, maybe depending on the size of your practice, maybe it's once a week, maybe it's once a month, depending on how many of these you find and whatever. But you look for them and that's what you do. Now, you may have some time lag issues if you got providers that are slow to document, slow to get stuff in. Maybe you got stuff, you got to wait for a biopsy to come back to finish the documentation or whatever. And so maybe it takes a bit for these procedures to get billed, but you still look for them. And you know, maybe what I do is I look for all the 99024s that were billed more than seven days ago or 10 days ago or whatever the magic number is. I don't want to go too far, right? Because the last thing I need to do is hit timely filing, but go back far enough, maybe a week or, t- or 10 days or whatever, and say, all right, every 99024 that's billed more than seven days ago or 10 days ago or whatever, that where I can't find a 99024, throw it to me on an exception report and I've got it. And so even if I got delays entering charges or whatever, I can grab those procedures and then follow up. And maybe maybe I'll find one where, oh, you know what? We thought we were in the global period. We were actually at day 11 or 13 or whatever. And so we, we could have built a 99213 or whatever. You know, you might get a 99213 or two out of this process, but that's not the objective. The objective is to find those procedures because that's where the money is. And you don't have to find very many missing procedures to make this process well worth your time to say, hey, you know, here's five patients on this report and you go dig on these five patients. You say, I don't see any procedures. What happened? And you go back to the provider or the EMA or whatever and you, you track down these patients, figure out what happened and you look them up in the EMR, whatever you got to do. And if you can find just a couple of these, it's well worth your time. Now, some of you may say, well, can you do this with appointment data instead of 99024 data? 
And the answer is, yeah, you can. I'm a little, I, well, let's say it this way. I trust billing data more than I trust appointment types. Sometimes, you know, a post-op a post -op visit isn't always appropriately coded as a post-op appointment type in the system. Sometimes it'll move around and there's multiple appointment types or there's so many appointment types you can't keep track or whatever. But there is one 99024 code I can look for. So generally speaking, if I'm going to go look, I'm going to go look for the 99024. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find, again, exceptions only. I don't want to see every 99024. I only want to see the ones that don't make sense. And then I route those to somebody in the CBO or somebody in um, that can understand the billing aspect of this and make sure that, hey, these things got paid. Maybe a bill or a coder or somebody and track this down. I think it's money that more practices than you think are inadvertently just leaving on the table. And it's not the 99213 I'm worried about. It's the procedures. And I think it's a big idea that can help you in your practice. I hope these big ideas are helpful for you. Thanks for joining me today.